0: Hello and welcome to the One Up Pod. I am Andy, and I'm joined by Chip. Hello. And uh, today we're going to talk about uh, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. This this is our both of our first real games on the PlayStation Five, isn't it? It is.
1: Yeah, it's the one I always knew I wanted to play first on the PS Five. Like it was a day one kind of, well, day one on the PS Five purchase kind of thing for me.
0: Yeah, I straight pretty much straight away. I was going to just play mostly like games I already owned with the PS Five mm-hmm. upgrades. Like After that, I wanted to really feel like I was playing a PS5 game. So yep. I just like, I just bit the bullet. I, I only got the Miles Morales version. I didn't get the Ultimate Edition.
1: No, I didn't either. Because um, I played, obviously, we did uh, original Spooders for pods a couple of months ago. And uh, I just wasn't quite ready to play it again, even though I knew it was going to be all pretty and stuff like that. So I was like, I'll just go for Miles, uh, my boy. And uh, yeah, that was, that was kind of what I,
0: what I did. It definitely helps that it's a lot cheaper as well.
1: Yeah, that's definitely... uh, And also, it's a smaller game. So, like, when I got my PS5, uh, I got the digital version. So then I had to, like, install the PS5, set it all up, and then buy Miles Morales and then install it. So I'm just sat there for, like, two hours waiting for this game to install. So (laughs) anything bigger. Like, imagine if I bought, like, uh, like fucking Assassin's Creed or something like that. I would have been there
0: for days. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think I decided on that one because it was either going to be that or Ratchet & Clank. So either way, it was going to be an Insomniac game. I think I decided on this one because, like, it was cheaper and I loved the original Spider-Man, so I knew I was getting something good. And also, it mostly was because it was cheaper and I just spent, like, £450 on a fucking PlayStation 5. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it makes a difference, doesn't it, when you haven't got to pay, like, 90 quid or whatever for a brand spanking new game. Yeah. But then I know I've got to do that again soon because I've, I've finished it now, obviously, and now I'm like you. I'm like, well, I want a PS5 game, like, something that was built for this... this uh, Uh, hardware that's going to look amazing because like you say, all the upgrades and even running a PS4 game on a PS5 makes it look even better. But I want that experience of a brand new spanking game. I want
0: to play with my new toy. Yeah, that was very much my thinking. I think we both agree that it was a very good first purchase.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I know it's it's a lot shorter than the original Spider-Man. But I kind of like that in a way, you know, you know, you know me, I've been playing the same game for about six months now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so to play something that was a lot, a lot shorter was actually really nice. And I get that sometimes after I like, played like The Witcher 3 last year and that was 250 whatever hours. Just playing something small. Well, anything's fucking smaller than is <laughs> isn't it? But like yeah. just had, like a small narrative after that, it just it just feels really nice. So I was, I was actually OK with the length.
0: Yeah, I I, I really liked the uh, how it, how it felt. Like it didn't, Mm -hmm. it wasn't padded out. Like the that was one of my main criticisms of the original. There was too much busy work, like open world, like padding. And I feel like this game had a much better balance between the main story and activities to do outside of the main story. I was really satisfied with how it, just just how it felt, like the amount of weight to the game there was.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like they scaled down all the collectibles and like the little side quests and that sort of thing to make it fit for how long the actual main narrative was yeah um and i i did the same thing this time as i did on the original spider-man which is i went around and i collected all of those i did all the side quests first and then i did the main missions um just because like it i didn't like to break them up so much i wanted to get into the story and see what was going to happen and uh yeah and it kind of annoyed me when other other like little side collective bits opened up later in the main story and i'm like well i've just done all that i've done all the busy <laughs> work give me my main now i'm ready
0: <laughs> yeah i think i kind of just went one one sort of thing i'd do a bit of a story then a bunch of like side stuff other than the the challenges and stuff i just started to fob off because i was like i got I was fed <laughs> up with them on the main game as well so it was
1: yeah if i got bronze i was happy and i moved on that was it i'm not i don't care about gold i'm done
0: yeah like the, the main side thing i was focusing on was the the cat storyline with all the mm-hmm. different cats that was my main mm-hmm. focus I know, same yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> and when I found out that you can actually get the suit until like you'd finish the main thing, I was go- that is probably my main criticism of the game is that I wanted the cat suit for the entire run. Yeah, but I guess <laughs> at least I could play with some of the other suits in the meantime. I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean the into the Spider Verse suit alone is like mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. I loved that. That was the amount of attention to detail on that thing was a phenomenal. Like, I yeah, I was really impressed with that one. Just the way
1: it moves and like all the sound effects and the fights. I think I went a bit overboard with the... I mean, I love a photo mode anyway, but especially in Spider-Man. Um, if anyone follows me on Twitter, they'll have seen that I was a bit obsessed with sharing yes. pictures. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, as soon as I found that one and it was like, oh my God, there's like sound effects when you punch people. This is the best. And it, it eased the pain of not having the cat suit for a little bit.
0: Yeah. I didn't finish the cat thing until I'd finished the main story. I kind of got so sucked into the main story that I forgot eventually about all the side stuff. But yeah, like once I got the cat suit, I was like, "I'm I'm going to spend a couple of hours riding around like this, with my, <laughs> my new friend."
1: Yeah. Oh, and photo mode came back into that as well. When yeah. the cat is helping you fight, I was like, "Well, I need I need to document this. Obviously, this is very <laughs> important." <laughs> what did you think of the um, the story in general?
0: It took a little while for me to get into it, but like because I, I wasn't really familiar with um, the Tinkerer. I know they've changed mm-hmm. the Tinkerer like quite drastically for the game. It changed yeah. the origins and who it is and all that stuff, uh, but I really liked one. Once I sort of, hmm, should we I'll try to avoid? Spoilers. Do
1: you want to spoil one? Yeah, we can avoid spoilers. I think. Yeah, we avoid can, We can talk very generally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just like yeah, I just liked the. Uh, I liked. The, I ended up liking the Tinkerer as an antagonist and um, <laughs> all the. Well, it was quite a re- limited number of villains in this one because the game is a lot smaller. So like, I did like. I liked how many villains there were in it and how. There was sort of the game kind of had its own version of Norman Osborn, like it's mm-hmm. like a evil tech billionaire sort of thing, that was antagonizing the like Miles's four in the thing. So I it was there was a lot of parallels, but I liked that as a way of showing that Miles and Peter are very much like on the same level. It's quite good. It was quite a nice little uh, detail.
1: Yeah, yeah, I liked it a lot, and um. Uh, we won't go into too, uh, any details in that case, but like there was a villain that turned up that is returning from the first game. And I, I kind of liked how that was dealt with in terms of it was miles dealing with it as Spider-Man now and stuff. Yeah. And I think, you know, uh, the reveal of who the villain is, is is pretty much signposted and obvious early on. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it wasn't like it was a massive surprise, but I didn't need that. I really liked uh, how miles dealt with that, his reactions to it and how that all kind of played out through the rest of the
0: story. Yeah. It, it felt, the stakes were, like, quite personal. Yes. So Miles, yeah. It was very much about Miles, like, working working out how to be Spider-Man and taking on this new responsibility. And the story, like, got bigger as it went along. But it's, it had that basic core of, like, being about Miles learning to be Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that was really cool to see, because I think that would have been difficult to do in the next game. So I like that they've really got him kind of set up and established as a Spider-Man now. And like I liked that it felt kind of local, like you can still, New York is open to you to go wherever the heck you like, and it does go all over. But like, you know, you're in like Harlem, Brooklyn, like those kind of communities where it kind of, you know, where Miles is based and that's his kind of area. And I liked that it felt like it was all kind of taking place there. Yeah,
0: like it definitely put like the friendly neighborhood part into Spider-Man a lot more Mm. than the first game like because the, the, the stakes in the first game were just so big all the time and spider-man had an entire city to care about whereas miles is a bit more focused on harlem and like his mother and his friends and it, i think i think it was a really good way of like showing that these spider-men are part of the community i thought i did yeah. a lot better job of that than the original game
1: do you know i think that might be i love the the newest like the tom holland spider-man films but I think that kind of friendly neighborhood Spider-Man aspect of it is kind of lost a little bit. Like I'd like to see one with him just in New York, they looking after that kind of side of things. But um, yeah, like it really worked for Miles, and I'm glad I'm glad we got a bit of that in the game.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking like my favorite part of the Tom Holland movies was the scene where he's eating a churro on the fire escape <laughs> because he helped an old lady out. That felt the most Spider-Man part of all those movies. And yeah, absolutely. I got that vibe from Miles, like. He's very much part of the community as as Miles and as Spider Man, and the community responds to him like they they acknowledge him as a Spider Man as the story goes along. There's yeah. there's this hesitance about accepting him as Spider Man overall, but like it's about him proving to himself and to his community that he is the real deal and he deserves to be a Spider Man.
1: Yeah, I think it's really lovely the way that all plays out as well. Like it's really nice.
0: Yeah, it's it's a nice little feel good story. Like, I loved the sequence where miles decides to create his own suit with uh, yes (laughs) i I just it wasn't quite the uh, leap of faith scene from into the spider verse but it was on that kind (laughs) of vibe where like just it was just so exhilarating to see him become himself and choose his own like his own path rather than being like try to copy peter because i mean it's not a a proper spoiler because this is very early in the game but he gets a costume off peter and it's just it's like a kind of rough version of what peter's costume looks like
1: yeah it's like a hand-me-down isn't it it's like a peter old suit
0: yeah it looks a bit like spider-man pajamas like official pajamas that you buy for like a kid at christmas
1: yeah i definitely don't own those
0: i wish i owned those no one needs to know how i sleep though
1: well that's another podcast
0: yeah uh so I'm
1: really excited then for uh, Spider-Man 2 because it looks like we're going to get more Miles uh, along with Peter and yeah. for anyone who's seen the trailer that dropped recently. Um, I mean, I mean, I would have been like bloody excited for the game anyway, but knowing that it's Miles and Peter and I don't know, there's part of me is like, I hope we can kind of play as both and it's kind of quite an even game.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking the way it's played out, like there's going to be an even split and maybe mm. you get to, like I said in the main Spider-Man podcast we did, my dream for that game would be like a gta 5 mechanic where you can switch yeah. between the two characters whenever you want including oh, during fight sad. scenes like kind of like what arkham knight did with batman and whenever when he was one of his like sidekicks they could jump between the two characters and stuff like that that'd be really I cool. i would lose, my shit. Like, <laughs> I'd lose I, my shit. i really loved the uh i loved the combat in this game like, i loved how they what they added to the game with miles and his unique powers like the venom strikes
1: yeah they were really fun really fun to play with and looks really good visually as well
0: yes it it really made the most of like the capabilities of a playstation 5 the, the vibrant colors and like just the like the flash of light and reflection and all that stuff it just looks really really visually distinct from what we've seen in the other game mm-hmm. a lot of that a lot of this game does a really good job of feeling kind of familiar, but it's got its own flavor like New York looks completely different the music's got a bit of a more of a youthful vibe to it yeah I've, I've loved this game, really. <laughs> yeah.
1: It would have been so easy just to almost like reskin the first Spider-Man game and just be like, oh, no, but there's another story and it's Miles, but they really did take those like small little elements and make it more tailored towards towards
0: Miles as a character. It doesn't feel like DLC, which I know some people have no. criticised it as being very DLC-like, but I feel like it's got its own vibe, where like maybe it's a little expensive, but it's a brand-new game, but like it's not as expensive as bigger games, so I feel like the price range is probably about right for what PlayStation 5 games go for. It feels like a game in its own, right? I, I didn't feel like I'd paid too much money for it.
1: Oh, no, not at all. I was satisfied with the hours I put into it um, and the the length of just the narrative alone as well. Like, it, it feel it gives it, the story has time to breathe and has you know uh bumps and everything like that like it's it's way more than dlc absolutely and it you know you games were this long you know not that long ago before we got all our 250 plus hours or however long it's going to take me to finish assassin's creed odyssey <laughs> it's never going to end it's never it's not is it never yeah no,
0: <laughs> and it's another thing i liked about what was new in this game like the animations like you said it didn't feel like a reskin like the way Miles moved felt like a kid still working out how yeah. to swing, and it was really yeah, he's so rough and like awkward, yeah. and it just yeah. It, I, I, just, I love all the attention to detail. It, it was definitely not like a half-assed idea. Like it wasn't like Insomniac cashing in. Like it did feel like they put a lot of thought into how this game should play and how it should feel, right down to like the uh, the haptic feedback on the Dual Sense controllers. Oh, such so is once I first discovered that. Like feature in the, Play- the playstation 5 controller, it was like i can't do without when a game doesn't have it i feel kind of like let down i love the way <laughs> the, the triggers you have tension to them when you were swinging yeah. it just feels a lot more like you're struggling to like swing it just along with like the sounds of like spot the Spider- Car- spider-man characters make when they're talking like to exert effort it changes the voice track obviously it's kind of like that with with the way your hands feel like it just feels like there's a struggle to swing and there's a lot of work and it makes you feel a bit more connected to spider-man
1: yeah absolutely and it's it's one of the first things uh, i noticed about the ps5 like one of the main differences as well obviously you know the quality like the game is so pretty like yeah. the city looks incredible i watched this video on youtube the other day which was uh, jumping off the highest point in every spider-man game and so you just seeing the progression of how the city looked through the years and stuff like that as well. And this is like it, it's obviously never looked better on the best hardware, you know, we've had so far of console generations. But it's just so gorgeous and like the depth of field it just goes on and on and on and I'm like, I wonder if at one at some point they'll open it up. Like obviously you know, New York. You've got the big buildings and stuff like that. So I don't know if there's a lot around there. Like my geography of that area is not great. But I mean, maybe like there's a there's a lot they could do. It just looks so pretty.
0: Yeah, there's like bridges and tunnels and stuff like connecting to like New Jersey and all that stuff. You could really like expand on. Like they've they've, they've almost perfected New York now. There's like there's yeah, other things yeah. they could possibly do, or like open up more indoor spaces. Uh, go underground more. Like there's there's just a whole wealth yeah, of ideas they yeah. could do Just cause New York's like looked amazing in this game but the Christmas setting really helped because like the beautiful snow it made it look really different from what we knew in the first game the use of the Christmas lights and like really vibrant colours and especially in harlem harlem looked absolutely gorgeous
1: yeah it was a bit like being in a shea black film at some points and it was just like (laughs) i mean i think the weather system could be really important for games going forward because it's just such a natural detail to add and you know if it doesn't look good it doesn't look good you know you play older games now and you look at like rain effects and stuff like that and you're just like oh yeah some blurry lines coming down yeah but this like the snow and the storm and everything oh it's just
0: so pretty so pretty and it's just I'm i'm a real weirdo about uh ray tracing so i really love all the reflections when you're on the buildings and the you see you can see a very clear reflection in the the mirror of like of you not the mirror the uh, the windows <laughs> just yeah. things like that just like little tiny details that aren't really important to making a game good but it really helps immersing you and one of the big things i love about the spider-man games is immersing you in that world feeling like spider-man
1: I had that because I was having little pervy moments where I was calling up windows and you can actually see inside them. So I was yeah. trying to like zoom in with the photo mode and see what were like the details on the desks and stuff like that. And there's uh, yeah a lot of like Spider-Man figures and like frame pictures of things and like newspapers and stuff like that. And that's, that just feels like one of those little details as well. You know, just it makes that world seem even more real.
0: Oh, yeah. They definitely changed up all the uh, like the boxes they were using for inside the buildings because in the original they just had to copy and paste a lot of stuff it got real repetitive whereas this they could really make the most of what they had and it just makes things feel a little more real and new york already felt really believable in the first game but now it feels like something else entirely i can't wait to see how they go even further with a a game that's going to be built from like built for the playstation 5 rather than one
1: (laughs) i'm so excited it's only two years i've got to wait two years (laughs) if it doesn't get delayed you know He'll probably get to, like, <laughs> then It'll again, Insomniac
0: are pretty good about getting things out on time. So mm.
1: I just don't want to get my hopes up, Andy. I don't want to be heartbroken. Yeah. You know, like
0: but hope- this guy's two years is a long time. Hopefully, like Wolverine comes out between then. Oh yeah, they did, they didn't give a release date for that, did they? In the yeah. trailer. But like, but for this, like, the, Miles Morales came out like a like a couple of months before Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, maybe they'll just do that again. As release two games in the span of like six months, like absolute maniacs. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be be like brilliant.
1: It'd be a good little. uh, I nearly said fluffer, I meant buffer. Uh, You know, well, I guess that as well. But (laughs) I know what your mind is now. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Wolverine. Can you blame me? Come on,
0: honestly, after watching that trailer, (laughs) my reaction was quite visceral.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. When it came clear that it was going to be what it was, it was just oof. I yeah. wish we'd recorded live reactions to that, actually. That would have been yeah, interesting. Yeah, I
0: felt felt like a missed opportunity after seeing those trailers. <laughs> well, how are you finding the, uh,
1: the PS5 in general? Because you've had yours longer than I have, haven't you? A few months.
0: Yeah, like a, about two months? Maybe a month? No, a month. Maybe. A month and a half, I think. It felt like early August, I think, I, I got it.
1: Okay. I thought it was earlier than that. No, I think it was. Maybe it yeah. just felt like that.
0: It felt like that because you were <laughs> seething with jealousy. <laughs> Imagine how Becky feels.
1: Oh, she's going to be so angry. Maybe Becky shouldn't listen to this next part because we're going to talk about the PS5 a little bit. Yeah. yeah it's our PS5 dickhead section. <laughs>
0: Segway. Yeah, what are your general thoughts on the PlayStation 5 first?
1: I really like it. I, um, I think there's definitely more to come from it um like obviously with Mars morales and like it was really great like um the load speeds and everything like that blew my mind like i timed i actually sat there with a stopwatch because i'm sad like this and uh, <laughs> I timed how long it took from like the ps5 being completely off to actually being in the game and i think it was about 40 seconds yeah so i love that um i love how it feels but you said you talked about the uh, controller earlier how all the games look fantastic like even odyssey on it looks amazing compared to the ps4 i love how quickly it charges my phone just like really quick <laughs> i've never tried that it's, it's good it works for me yeah but yeah i i, I want to try more new games and uh just because i feel like there's a lot more to come from this and i mean mostly i'm just excited
0: yeah i'm very much the same i think like graphically i've hit a point where like yeah i i, I can appreciate a nice looking game i've got played quite a few but what really is grabbing me at the moment for the playstation 5 is the speed in which it loads mm-hmm. it's allowed like with miles morales spider-man like you can move around the city without worrying about any like frame rate issues or like something like ratchet and clank it's allowed you to like shift between dramatically different like locations like instantly it's like it really sells the teleportation element of that game death loop Um, which i've just finished playing yesterday the progression from like when you move from one time period in the day to the other it's like instant and when you die you jump straight back into the game like there's no loading screens to get you back in it really helps with like the momentum of a game they they all look beautiful as well but it's the it's the fact that it's moving so smoothly now like there's no arduous wait times Mm -hmm. it's yeah and, and the haptic feedback obviously that's that's amazing especially for like games of like shooting elements like just feeling the trigger Ooh, I haven't tried like, that yet. with ratchet and clank like it, you definitely felt like the adjust the trigger pulls and like had a different kind of response each time you pulled it. it just felt like you're using a different weapon each time depending on how you're using the triggers and like the way it vibrates and the noises that come out of the thing like when you like in um spider-man like when you're powering up a jump and you're gonna jump in the air and you hear that whoop, yes yeah launching the air i got i got Don't can't get enough of that sound.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, because I've been playing Astro's Playroom as well, and that kind of, yeah, that is basically a tutorial for all of that, isn't it? And just the way that game feels, it's amazing. It feels like, it really does feel like a new kind of level of, you know, playing games.
0: Yeah, that, that Astro's Playroom, it's like, it's the best tech demo one of the best tech demos i've ever seen oh
1: yeah it might be my game of the year as well when we come to talk about that at the end of the year
0: <laughs> that's, that's fair actually it's a really impressive like, little game and like it makes the absolute most of the dual sense haptic feedback none of the games i've played there's been a lot of really good ones that make like good use of it but mm-hmm. that makes the best use of it so far that shows the full potential of what you can what they can do with a DualSense controller it's going to be really exciting to see the more like developers get used to this like hardware The more they start experimenting with it, it's going to be really interesting because it feels like they've only scratched the surface even with Astro's playroom.
1: Yeah, because that's only, like you say, it's only a small game, uh, basically a tech demo. But I, I had so much fun with it, and I think it comes from, you know, how the controller feels and experiencing that for the first time. Like my favorite part of that game is when you go to the little uh, machine to get the balls out. You know, you pull the handle yeah. and you have to catch them and squeeze them open. And just, I, I just want all the coins so I can keep doing that all day. I don't know if that's just some sort of weird gambling addiction <laughs> I have that I might need to look into. Uh, but just, just the feel of it and, um, you know, feeling the resistance when you're crushing the the, the balls that come out and stuff. It's just it was so much fun and just it just got me straight away like it was such a noticeable difference from in the step up you know sometimes you might move from generation to generation not necessarily see some of the differences right away you know apart from the games looking nice but I think with the PS5 compared to the PS4 uh, a few of those are very noticeable right from the go
0: yeah I definitely feel like the jump from PlayStation 3 to PlayStation 4 wasn't that major it took like Mm -hmm. It took a good couple of years before the PlayStation 4 started to feel like its own thing. Yeah. Whereas, like, with DualSense, at the very least, it feels like the PlayStation 5 is a drastically different console of the PlayStation 4. I mean, the graphics are better, but they're not noticeably better. Like, The Last of Us Part 2 on the PlayStation 4 looks as good as most games on the PlayStation 5, but yeah, it's the haptic feedback that's really changed everything. It's it made games feel different rather than look different, which I think is the next important step without delving into like VR bollocks (laughs) because who has the money for that
1: uh my housemate unfortunately um (laughs) well let's say he has the money for it he treated himself to a VR headset um and it just makes me feel really nauseous so I can't even enjoy it
0: yeah one of my friends has a big VR addiction so whenever uh, I see him he makes me play something I'm gonna walk into a wall or something I (laughs) I punched a door playing Batman lights I'm not designed (laughs) for that sort of thing haptic feedback feels like my safe level of immersion.
1: Like, <laughs> also, I really like that we were like, oh, who has the money for VR? And we're just sat we're here chatting too... about our lovely new PS5s. Yeah, <laughs>
0: we, we have that much money. That that was as much money as I could possibly spend on something. All the money I had in the world. I, I haven't did. eaten in three weeks. I took a massive dent on my life. I just had to be very careful with my finances that month. It's like, hey, there's yeah. a, a good couple of weeks away. <laughs> and then I bought a fucking miles morales for like 50 quid or something <laughs> I was like, no but this is a this is a good ex- you know i needed to spend this to make the most of yes. my 450 pound purchase <laughs> so it's like just 500 pounds all in basically yeah,
1: it's always good when you have to spend more money to justify spending the money you already spent.
0: Yeah, because I, yeah, I couldn't get a bundle. Like the only thing I could get was just like the base console with like no extras.
1: Ah, oh, so, okay. See, I I had to buy one that had the extra controller, which did come in handy actually in the end. But like, normally I would have just got like yeah, what you got.
0: Yeah, I had to buy another. I bought the midnight black controller because my original controller, fucking went. It, I think it's the drift thing that happens to some controllers. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It went, like, berserk when I was playing Diablo 3. Like, the stick started spinning around uncontrollably in the game. Well, the stick wasn't moving, but, like, it it was acting like it was. And when I was playing Ghost of Tsushima, I'd be swiping the touchpad to, like, activate the wind so I could see where I was going, but the touchpad wasn't working. Oh, shit. And that's a, that's a big issue when there's no map in the game for you to follow. <laughs> so I had to, just, like... I had to either restart the game constantly or, like, decide... Spend another like fifty quid on a controller, and I thought I'm going to get a black one because I wish this console was black.
1: Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I've already spilled some lem on mine. So <laughs> shit <laughs> on the PlayStation well, Five or the controller. Uh, on the on the the actual system, I Fucking dropped. Ass. I had a lem the other day because <laughs> I was a bit poorly, and I dropped it, and it just splashed all over my TV and my PlayStation. So it's mine's slightly purple now. So that's something.
0: Huh. I mean, that's yeah. that's an interesting look. Lem <laughs> 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 purple. Yeah. <laughs> I was picturing yellow and I thought ooh that's gonna be hard to no, explain nah I'm more <laughs> more a black brown limb sip kind of guy yeah <laughs> that's probably a bit safer to explain people will be looking why oh, is this a weird colour of yellow I
1: <laughs> hey t- I told you I was excited to get it alright
0: marking my territory so no one can steal it <laughs> <laughs> Becky. yeah Becky <laughs> <laughs> fucking <it laughs> hell and that's us for this week um, thank you for listening so Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales is a Major one-up pod recommendation from us, I think we both agree. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: We haven't worked out a scoring metric that we're going to do yet on this. These things, <laughs> so I would give it a, a eight out of ten, A minus, two thumbs up, but not straining any thumb muscles to do so. <laughs> it's a very good game.
1: Very good game. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. I go eight whips. eight whips. eight whips. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or 8 Venom
1: Blast, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, I'm trying. eight Whip sounds good.
0: <laughs> so that's us for this week. Again, thank you for listening. And if you want to catch up with us on Twitter, we are at one up pod, That is one odd. <laughs> and uh, please like and subscribe, rate, review, all those things on your favourite podcast platform of choice, because it really helps us out. Mm-hmm. and uh send us money if you can i don't know if you know where any of us live <laughs> just post it through the letterbox that's cool we have we just pa-
1: bought ps5s we need money we okay de- <laughs> we are very poor Please. yeah feels, feel bad for us
0: becky you can dm me and i'll give you my address so you can send me some money because we don't have a patreon yet <laughs> so yeah and that's all for us uh goodbye from me and goodbye from chip I was hoping Chip was going to say something then. (laughs) Doing a two-Ronnie's thing, which failed miserably. Sorry. So, anyway, don't forget to get a life and play video games.